the True Real Estate 911 podcast with Lisa True. Lisa will share up-to-date real estate information with you that you need to know. It's Brian Mudd along with your local real estate pro, Lisa True, with the information you need to know to stay ahead of the curve on local real estate. And the one thing that is consistent, this is true in life, but certainly in local real estate, is change. Some of it can work to your advantage, some of it not so much. But you need to have the experts on your side that know how to navigate it in your best favor, regardless of the circumstances. Trues, of course, can do that. And they're always available to you seven days a week at 561 972 8326 buying selling questions seven days a week 561-972-8326 not to mention the best local resource you're going to find for real estate information true real estate 911.com that's true real estate 911.com when you go there you'll see all kinds of helpful information videos the truth put up along with the latest real estate information including this show but the other thing to search the mls in real time like a real estate pro i mean you can do it just like the trues do right there on the uh, online on the MLS in real time. Something goes under contract, you see it. If uh, something's available, you see it right away. So it's so much more relevant than the information you get on other sites like Zillow, for example. So um, again, it's at truerealestate911.com. Lisa, we're going to talk about buying today, but uh, before we talk about buying, who is buying in today's real estate market? We, here we are, it's mid-June, and uh, we know that the market has been transitioning for quite some time anyway, luxury not doing so well, more affordable, single-family homes doing better. I guess that's typical for this time of the year anyway, but what what's going on right now? We're um, actually having some interesting buyers right now from a standpoint of obviously the typical summer move buyer. They're very strong. We're seeing some first-time home buyers getting really serious and getting into the marketplace. We're even seeing some of our seasonal people buying, getting ahead of the the typical October, September, October timeframe so that they can be in. They're just trying to beat the, the rush. Mm-hmm. And also the interesting thing right now I am seeing some of our move up buyers taking advantage of this really great opportunity to sell in a obviously a, a hot seller's market and then move up into a buyer's market. And so we're still seeing those two lanes that affordable properties doing well, luxury properties not so much. Yeah, we have it. It's just a supply and demand issue. When you're from 400,000 and under, we're at about a two to three month inventory depending on cities which is a super 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 hot seller's market when you go over a million dollars you're at 16 months oh jeez. so wow. remember six months is neutral we very seldom stay in a neutral market we're heading somewhere we're either heading to a seller's market or we're heading to a buyer's market and there's exceptions to every rule even in the luxury market ocean access is still doing better I won't say it's as hot as an under 400,000, and yet there there's lots of options for ocean access. It's just not as much as maybe in a country club, for example. Let's talk about buying then, because it sounds like that is the opportunity if you want the luxury property. What's not great news for sellers is certainly good news for you if you can take advantage of that move up buying opportunity. And you have some tips today. And also as, as part of this, you know, we've got the Federal Reserve raising rates yet again, and we still have low mortgage rates. In fact, we've been lucky that despite the Fed having raised a few times in this cycle already, we had the lowest mortgage rates recently of 2017, not something that, that buyers should take for granted. And so so uh, what are some of the uh, tips and some of the advice you have for folks that are looking to buy this summer? There was a recent study that just came out. The number one reason that 
renters are renting is not because of payment. It's not because they don't want to buy. It's not because they aren't credit worthy. It's because they don't have the down payment. They just don't have it. And so it's they're forced to be a renter and often a long-term renter. So you really need to start thinking about saving for that down payment, making the short-term sacrifices. We have a list of ways that you can actually save and get that deposit. And also sometimes gift funds are an option. You really, if you take that sacrifice on the front end and just you know take a, a few months of maybe living beyond the things we like to have and maybe just start and say, what can I live without for a bit and just save all that. Save your tax refund if you have it. Anytime you get, you know, cash, put it in a savings account for your home purchase, and then you at least get started in that. So that is a number one problem that buyers have is that missing down payment. I want to challenge that thought a little bit and and get your take on it because you see this day in and day out with the activity that's going on. I understand that some of it is timing because if you're renting and you had your first, last in security that's tied up with the roof that's currently over your head, the timing of attaining those resources to be able to close can certainly be problematic. But just to the general narrative that you don't have enough to put down, now that we see, I mean, if you're a veteran or certain programs, you can actually put zero down. But I mean, with 3% or so uh, mortgages being available, it is true, is it not, that if you have first, last, and security, you almost certainly have enough to put down to buy a similar property. Yes. The challenge is, for, is your deposit plus your closing costs plus reserves. Right. Okay. So you have to, you know, typically when you rent something, a landlord may want to look at, you know, your financial stabi- stability. But generally, they're looking at credit worthiness. They're looking at your job. They're saying, do you have first, last and security where the banks often, especially if you're putting three or five percent down are looking at reserves on the back end. Uh, Fannie Mae is actually going to be allowing some changes, which we'll be talking about next week. Uh, changes that are going to allow you to have higher back-end ratios, less reserves. Um, I don't know if that's a good thing or not, and yet it will help some people get into homes. Um, And yes, I agree. Many people underestimate how close they are to being able to buy. And often something as simple as a conversation with a family member with gift funds, or if you're not in a hot product, which is part of the challenge, right? Right now, first-time homebuyer product, often multiple, multiple offers, but sometimes you can negotiate some closing cost credit from a seller. It's not, I would say, common right now because of the strong seller's market, but it is something. But neither are you. Neither is a true group. So there you go. Reach (laughs) out and you can help guide them. Um, All right. So uh, next up, what do you have for us? So the next thing, if you're thinking about buying is to check your credit. You can do it through a free site. It's not going to ding your credit at all just to get, it's not what the lender is going to see, but it will give you a pulse of where you're at. Many people think their credit is worth worse than it is. I hear this all the time. They'll call me and they'll say, oh, I'd love to buy, but you know, I have to rent because you know my credit's only, and I'll hear something like a 710. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's a great credit score. Um, good for you for wanting a higher credit score. You know, depending on FHA, obviously FHA, we can go in the, in the in low sixes. Yeah. Um, so let's investigate, but let's start with a, a free credit uh, basis. And then if you're in the fives and you need to work on it, 
it's okay. Don't feel bad about it. Just get a plan together. Well, and actually on this free credit score, so there is one real one that exists now. And this is something that I think informationally is important. So you'd reference uh, like a lot of the emulator sites that they are just that your credit karma, your free credit report, that's not a real credit score. It's a credit score in the sense that they have created it and they have done it based upon emulated information, but it may or may not be anything that is really um, indicative of what your actual credit score, either your FICO, if it were a one score, or the big three, your Experian, your TransUnion, your Equifax would be, of which the middle is the one that matters. So um, those I really don't like these days because of them being emulated when you do have a real free alternative. Discover actually has a free real Experian uh, credit report that is available and you don't have to be a Discover customer to obtain it. Now you obviously do have to give them your personal information and they are going to try to sell you a Discover card, right? But you don't have any obligation to buy and it is a real credit score that you don't have to pay a penny for. So I highly recommend that if you're going to travel down that path, that's the direction you go to attain it. But even then, you're still obtaining one of of the big three. And what I like to see these days, and I, I think it's important for younger people to start out with it, given that it's only about $10 a month. But um, the uh, to have uh, credit protection, I, I cannot tell you how many people I've seen saved over the years or how many times this year I have been notified and saved uh, because of having that protection with people that have attempted to target me for identity theft. And first, you you are aware of the information, but second, all of the leading services also come with regular monthly updated uh, credit uh, reports available with credit scores. And that, I think, is a good tool, especially when you're talking about first-time home buyers or people who haven't purchased in a while that can track their credit score and then overall trends and conditions and see what direction they're heading as well. Yeah, I think um, it's, I mean, credit protection is is so smart today. It's the cheapest insurance there is these days. I mean, think about, uh, we give our, we give everybody our information, unfortunately, and I don't think anything's private anymore. And so no doubt it makes sense. And, you know, I think that um, obviously when you're, when you're ready to buy, then the next step is to get with a great reputable lender for sure. But, um, you know, and the other thing is, you know, just being aware of how something that seems so innocent does impact your credit history, where that is an interesting thing. If you're tracking it, you'll be Mm -hmm. aware of, oh, I did this and it caused this to happen to my score. People are routinely surprised that something as seemingly innocuous as how much you had on a credit card one month to the next Maybe you're somebody who pays your credit cards off every month. Hopefully that's the case. But let's say that you put a big charge on there and then you paid it off. Well, based upon the timing of that, 20 points in a given month is not unusual based upon the usage ratios and all that other stuff that goes into credit scores. A lot of people don't realize little things like that that can end up making a pretty profound impact. And the one thing people don't realize and and you have to be exceptionally aware of is you have to pay your bills on time. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Late payments. And we've had clients that, you know, they got busy and they just, they were focused on other things. And then all of a sudden they, it's not that they didn't have the money to pay it. They just forgot and sure. didn't, didn't make payments. And those late payments show up and all of a sudden the lender's going, what's, what's the deal? You yeah, were Especially fine, if and you're, now trying you're trying not. to get a mortgage right then. Yeah. You've <laughs> got to make payments on time. Yeah. You, you absolutely have to, and you have to start saying no every time they offer you, you know, some at the checkout. I, I mean, it's crazy how many times I'm offered another credit card at a checkout and it only takes two <laughs> minutes and you'll save 10% on a $40 purchase. No, thank you. You know? Right. And so you need to say no, thank you a lot and <laughs> 
pause. <laughs> don't go buy things. Don't don't start you know buying cars and furniture on credit and and you know making applications. Just just take a, a break from credit um, activity and you know to keep maintain that score, which is really important. You know, where uh, Ashley and I are a lot like. Um, I think a lot of families in which we like watching some of the home shows, the HGTV things and, and the like. And it does seem as though every first time buyer is a little bit unrealistic early on in the process. Very rarely are there people that seemingly are first timers and understand that it's not going to be everything they had envisioned. Um, so you have a tip on here about really understanding what you can afford and what's reasonable. I think these days, especially in South Florida, that's super important. Well, especially as our prices have continued to go up. And, you know, it's the reason I tell people, like, your first home is not going to be your dream home. Right. It just isn't, and it's okay. But I see it on HGTV, and the people that have a million and a half dollars have everything they want, so why can't I? Sure, and everybody <laughs> thinks that they, you know, starting out should should start where their parents have ended, ended up, exactly. right? Exactly. They want their the lifestyle their parents have given them, which good for their parents for doing. Right. However, it, you just have to get in the game. You, you have gotta, to get started. Yeah, you got to earn it. <laughs> you, and then you have, when you buy something, you have an exit strategy, both both of our kids when they bought their first property it wasn't their dream home right it was their first home right yep. and they both had very clear plans of okay how long am I going to live here what am I going to do with the property when I leave am I buying it to buy and hold and put an, a tenant in um, because it's a very different buying decision than if you're buying something you're just going to sell it and take all your equity hopefully into the next property and so understanding part of our consultation is just that okay what are your three must-haves now these are things that you cannot buy a home or a property without these three things and then it's a matter of okay what and one of the must-haves is usually a price point right i want to be at this right. price range okay so does the product exist because i would love to give the buyers that I get calls. I had a call the other day. Somebody wanted a million dollar, had a million dollar budget. Okay, great budget, Good budget right? Yeah, wants to be on the ocean. Okay. More challenging <laughs> in Palm Beach County. Um, home? Do they a want home? A, exactly. That's that's not going to happen. <laughs> not going to happen. And that's and so in all <laughs> price ranges, shot. there's people that have unrealistic. Um, they maybe looked at property when our market w had crashed, sure. and so. It is having an honest conversation and then offering them alternatives to, okay, we can't do this. What about that? Sure. Which was my conversation. Well, yeah. would ocean access work for you? Because sure. I can get you on the water for a million dollars. I just can't get you on the beach. Yep. Or I can get you in a condo. condo. Yep. Right? There's lots of options. And so helping people understand what's possible. And then if they really want to be on the beach for a million dollars, there are options, just not in Palm Beach County. So yeah. I gave another group of options that if that's really important to you, here's some things to consider. So our job is to help you understand what's possible. And here's the next tip. Until you understand what it's like to deal with all of that salt air endlessly coming straight <laughs> off of the water, because that was always my thing until we had it for about five years. Then we went to the intracoastal because it's half as bad. <laughs> but <Yes. laughs> anyway. Exactly. Um, sometimes that'll surprise you as well, the unconsidered things. But nevertheless, um, just, um, you know, as we kind of put all these together, you're here to be able to help us every step of the way. Really, we just have to understand what we're interested in. You can help us fill in the blanks, right? Yeah, the goal is we start by sitting down and doing a consultation. Um, we don't just pop you out and start looking 
looking at properties. We have try to understand your needs, what's really important to you, why it's important to you, because why is as important as what it is, in our opinion. And then we also represent our buyers as a buyer's agent. There's very few people that do that anymore. And you say, well, do I have a buyer's agent? Well, if you haven't signed an agreement, you don't. They're representing the deal, the transaction. And so it is very different than having an agent on your side that's looking out for you. Well, and I want to speak to that as it pertains to you, to the True Group. We've had fall-through rates that have been as high as 40% in recent years in Palm Beach County. And you wonder sometimes, why do we have fall-through rates that are that high? Sometimes there are extenuating circumstances, and sometimes it has to do with uh, inspection issues that showed up something that was huge. But more often than not, it's preventable outcomes in the process. And I've seen firsthand, I, you know, that our deal, for example, would have fallen apart had it not been for your expertise in guiding it through the process. And that can come up. When you take a look at potentially four times out of 10, something could go wrong that will blow the deal up. Having you there to mitigate that process not only creates much less stress in the process for us, but it literally could be the difference in closing or not. Well, here's an example. So we have a client getting ready to close on a property. And went to their lender because they had a very long-term relationship. The lender said, no, you can't buy this without selling this other property. And we kind of went, does that make sense? And I asked permission because I don't have the relationship with the lender. Would it be okay if I spoke with your lender? Well, what I found out is the lender had the taxes based on a program in their computer way high. Oh, wow. Property taxes. Okay. And because the property huh. taxes were way high in the computer program, it caused them to not qualify. Wow. Versus what was actual the taxes on the property. Which is odd because it's public record anyway that they wouldn't have it. Yes, but a lot of lenders do that. They put in wow. averages, right? And so all of a sudden, well, we can't buy it to, oh, we can buy it. It's a big difference. Huge <laughs> difference. And so it's such a little thing and such and yet such a big thing. Um, Chris and Ashley have a client and they were out of town on Friday and they were having a challenge with getting the seller to cooperate. We represent the buyer. Sure. And I got on the phone and stepped in and because they were gone and solved the issue. And so we always look at how do we solve the issue? How do we make it happen? Not... Oh well, that won't work. Yeah, let, or let's hope it all works out. Yeah, there there should be no hope. There should be no crying in real estate, and there should be no hope in real estate. <laughs> there needs to be solutions and plans and processes for everything. And so, a simple process, if you follow it, will get you the results you want. All right, and the truths are there to help you seven days a week. Five six one nine seven two eighty three twenty six. Five six one nine seven two eighty three twenty six. If you're not already there, go to truerealestate nine one one dot com.